Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by the Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Vicki Connor. Together, we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today, we're headed down to the southern coast of Oregon near the town of Brookings to explore the Boardman Corridor. That's right, Vicki. Many people deem this part of the coast as the most beautiful in the state, and for good reason. The coastline here is rugged. There are forest hikes to hidden beaches and what seem like endless highway pullouts to easily access incredible views. I know, Vicki, that you recently took a road trip down to that area for our Peak Northwest video series. What did you think? It was amazing. (laughs) It was everything that I had dreamed of and more. Um, This was my first time going or traveling this far south on the coast. And like I'm sure many of our listeners, I've seen breathtaking photos and videos of Boardman Corridor, like specifically Arch Rock and the Natural Bridges, Mm -hmm. um, which are some of the most popular spots in this area. Um, So even though the drive is roughly six hours from Portland, I still wanted to go, even if I had limited time, make a good weekend trip out of it and try to explore as much of the area as I could in my time frame. Um, So I went down there. I brought my dog, Stella. We did a road trip together and tried to basically hit as many of these roadside highway pullouts as possible and see some incredible views. (laughs) That was the goal. It's such a nice way to do it. I feel like no matter how much time I spend going on those little pullouts, it's never enough. Never enough. I really could have stayed there. It seemed like maybe at least like five days of spending quality time at each one Mm -hmm. because each spot is so breathtaking and I felt like I was zipping through way too fast. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, before we get into the specific places um, to go. Let, let's talk about what what is the Boardman Corridor? So this is a 12 mile long stretch of scenic coastline and forest. And it's situated right in between Brookings and Gold Beach along Highway 101. Um, so it it is really just like I guess it's technically still in Brookings, but um, right about a five minute drive north of kind of like the downtown area of Brookings. Um, And how many times have you been to this area, Jamie? Oh, gosh, I've driven through it 
uh, I, I don't even know. I mean, at least like five or six times. Um, mm-hmm. I've done like dedicated trips to there. I want to say three or four times. Um, just because again, there's so much to see and the towns of Brookings and gold beach are great places to hang out also. Um, so I just, I mean, I love everything about this little stretch. Um, we should say this is a, an Oregon state park technically. Um, so you're on state park land and all of those, you know, rules, uh, and considerations apply. Um, it's also, a part home of a really beautiful part of the Oregon coast trail, which technically runs the length of the Oregon coast, but this is a spot that a lot of people like to focus on because a lot of hiking trails and it is, um, like you said, Vicki, just breathtakingly beautiful. Yeah. While I was there, I definitely saw people who appeared to be hiking portions of the trail and had like big packs on and doing it. Um, so that's definitely an option here. But what I really love about the Bourbon Corridor is that if you do want to do this type of road trip and these pullouts and like it's just so easily accessible. You don't have to be in some crazy hiking shape to see these these spots. You can kind of just walk right up to a lookout area. Um, and so you can see some of the best spots on the coast just by simply driving right up. That's right. You know, just pull up, pop out, take a look back in your car, pull out, pop up, take a look back in your car. It can be as easy or as rugged as you want it to be. One of the first ones that you'll see, I'm going to go in order kind of going south from from Gold Beach down to Brookings. And I find that this is kind of easiest if you are taking a car to see these spots because you're just pulling off to the right and that's where the coast is and you're not trying to, uh, you know, hold up traffic or try to make that left turn into Uh some of these pullouts. Um, So one of the first ones that I saw was Arch Rock. Mm. Um, So this is one that there's a great parking lot area for you. um, And it's about like 0.5 mile trail to this lookout point where you'll see arch rock and based on its name it is what it sounds like it's this amazing rock out in the ocean and it naturally forms an arch and the waves crash into it and through it and um it's just kind of right there smacking you in the face and it is truly incredible um but not only that as you are walking up to arch rock um the rest of the coastline and the rugged beaches are to your left as you're walking up and it's just endless incredible views (laughs) in this spot it is so great Mm -hmm. arch rock gets all the glory but the whole all i mean all the rocks on there arches or not are really really cool and beautiful yeah um what's also cool about this is there are lots of um lots of signs to read and learn about the different wildlife and the birds in the area. Um, I think a ton of birds like to like nest on arch rock as well. Um, so you can learn about that as you are taking in all of the views. Yeah. And another, another thing I like about arch rock too, is, uh, you've got bathrooms, benches, picnic tables, a grassy area. It's a great place to stop and have lunch, um, or to like, you know, just really rest. Um, so not all the places we're going to talk about today have those kinds or any amenities. So if you're looking for amenities before you get started, um, definitely make sure to stop at Arch Rock. Yes, yes. All right. Um, and not too far from Arch Rock, 
You drive a little bit further down and you are making it to natural bridges, Mm -hmm. which this I think was my favorite. And it is one of the most photographed spots on the coast, (laughs) but for really good reason. This is another parking area for this one as well. And it's an even shorter walk to um, kind of almost like a, it looks like a little boardwalk area, almost this viewing point. it's an elevated like ledge and you just walk right up and you see several of these natural bridges out in the water. Um, I went to this one specifically during golden hour to see the light streaming through these bridges. Um, and so incredibly beautiful. <laughs> it, it's just, again, one, like you said, one of the most popular places in this area, one of the most popular places on the Southern coast. Um, highly photographable. My, my hot take though, is that then the area right near natural bridges, same parking area, or I think there's actually a second one too. Uh, it's a place called Thunder Rock Cove. Um, mm. a lot of people go to natural bridges, go right past Thunder Rock Cove. It's a little bit, a little bit of a longer hike, uh, but not very long. And it takes you to this point overlooking all of these rock formations, kind of like right out almost into and above the ocean. Um, where you can just, everything that opens out around you, there's like an island across the way, um, this sort of grassy hill where wildflowers grow. Um, it's just a really, really phenomenal spot too. So if you're going to go to Natural Bridges, don't overlook Thunder Rock Cove. You got to stop there too. Yes. Um, what's interesting about that is I think I stopped at Thunder Rock Cove and I went the opposite direction to go to Secret Beach, which we will get to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was curious what the other direction <laughs> would lead to. And I was, because I, I saw there were different hikes in this area to see different viewpoints of natural bridges, but I had Stella with me and I was thinking it might be a little tricky navigating a dog through some of these parts that have like (laughs) steep drop-off points. So I erred on the side of caution (laughs) for this one. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to keep traveling down South. Um, and the state's tallest bridge is located in Boardman corridor. And that is Thomas Creek bridge. Very cool bridge. Um, you know, if you're any, any kind of architectural person or you like, you know, engineering or big structures, definitely got to check it out. Um, this is a very cool spot. It's, um, you know, uh, also sort of a, a primarily a, a big hub for the Oregon Coast Trail. Um, so there's, you know, signs that sort of uh, offer you directions. Um, Vicki, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it's a pretty big uh, parking area too there, isn't it? Yes, this is another one that you know, you wouldn't think that there would be a big viewpoint to see a, a bridge, but there is um, plenty of space here and you can walk right up. Um, and there's there's kind of like a fence to block off anyone who might you know, fall or something like that. But you can see a great view of the bridge. This is, again, honestly, I recommend going or trying to go around Golden Hour for all of these these spots because, again, the light hitting the bridge at this time is so, so beautiful. So Thomas Creek Bridge is 345 feet tall and it spans 371 feet. And it's a towering truss bridge. And it is so cool. I'm looking at a picture now from afar at the bridge um, with the ocean as part of the view. 
which you can't really see from the viewpoint, but if you use your imagination a little <laughs> bit, um, it it is very, very cool. And um, you will drive across this bridge as you make your way through Boardman Corridor if you're driving through the whole thing. I feel like I'm always the one driving and I never get a chance to like really soak in that view. I just want to be like a passenger for once going across that bridge. Yeah, right. Well, Vicki, I think that takes us to one of arguably maybe the most popular place in uh, the Boardman Corridor, ironically named uh, as such, and that's Secret Beach. Uh, it's not a secret. Let's let's not be driving here. <laughs> it's it's not you know it's not this little hidden gem. So don't get mad at us for talking about Secret Beach. Everyone knows about <laughs> Secret Beach already. Um, Vicki, did you make it out there on your trip? Yes, I made this trip. I think specifically I had seen your write up about Secret Beach like last year, maybe the year before. And, you know, I think it's secret because all, a lot of the other pullouts here um, are really well marked mm -hmm. in that they have multiple signs saying, okay, this is what is coming up in the next 0.2 miles. This is where you park, et cetera. I did not see any signs specifically pointing to Secret Beach, but obviously it is a very well-known spot. Yeah, you kind of you kind of have to pull off the side of the road, then drive like down past a guardrail, and then there's like this really tight little parking area you've got to kind of work your way into. And so go at an off time and wedge your way in there, and a trail will lead down through the forest, kind of downhill um, to a, a little uh, viewpoint overlooking Secret Beach and some of the coastline. A great place to stop and appreciate the view. If you um, are able to, you can sort of clamber down the rocks, especially at low tide, and get yourself down onto Secret Beach. This is this is really a low tide attraction. I wouldn't go there when the tide is up at all. Um, but it, it's really cool. A lot of like sea caves and, you know, tide pools and cool rocks. Um, if you're able to and you know, carefully and safely get down there, definitely go down and check mm -hmm. it out. Yes. Um, so I had mentioned earlier that I had actually parked at the Thunder Cove parking area. And um, I think this was probably what was marked on like Google as Secret Beach Trailhead. And so I had parked there and made my way down. Um, and I wasn't at the parking area that you had mentioned, which is a little bit closer. This was more of a little bit more of a hike. Um, and so as you're walking, there are like handwritten signs that say like beach this way or like secret beach pointing in a certain direction. And as I was going down, I, I had stall with me and at a certain point there, like there wasn't a sign, but there was kind of this, um, this concrete drainage area and then there was a rope ladder leading down it but then there was also the trail that kept going on and in my head I was like okay how secret <laughs> is this secret beach am I climbing into this drain right now and I didn't have any service I hindsight I should have done a little bit more research on this trail I thought the trail that kept going was just part of the Oregon Coast Trail so I had this moment where I swear I was staring at this concrete like drain for <laughs> like five minutes deciding if I was going to climb down a ladder. Thank goodness I did not do that. <laughs> do not do that if you see this. Um, wait for other hikers to come by who look like they know what they're doing. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to follow these people who look like they're on a mission. 
Thank goodness I did that because I came across Secret Beach and I did not go through the drain down to who knows where. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, even though it was, I ended up going on a morning that was, it was like pretty cloudy and misty. Still so cool. I love like kind of the different little islands that jet out um, into the water. And um, there were there were some other people there, but it didn't feel overly crowded. It was still really peaceful. Um, and I was there like during 4th of July weekend. So even then, uh, it felt really remote. And one of the most beautiful beaches that I've personally seen in Oregon. Really, really is something special. That that route you talked about, Vicky, is is a tough one. State Parks has got to do something about that. A lot of people get sent that way. <laughs> I think it was earlier this year even um, in, the, in the spring where uh, a man hiking that exact route with his kids fell and died. Um, it, it's This is the only place you see signs to Secret Beach, really, is Thunder Rock Cove and the signs saying beach this way. Um, but it's a weird trail. It's not super clear. I've tried to hike that before and somehow just like not figured it out. Like I just end up in going weird circles. Um, for a while I was like, is secret beach like protected by some spell or something that I can't find it. Um, <laughs> it it's a really tough, I feel like if, if they're going to direct people to this, then they've got to do something better to, um, make that trail safer or more accessible or more clear, um, or make a better trailhead parking lot, um, that the place that's closer to it. But that said, um, if you're going to follow the trail from the Dorot Cove, like you said, Vicky, a little research helps. Um, uh, even just that advice you had right there. Don't go down the drain pipe. Um, don't do it. <laughs> but if you, if you can make it, it's really it really is worth it. So the other thing to really note about Secret Beach is that this is not just uh, a walk up easy to a viewpoint. This is more of a hike. So, and you are hiking downhill on the way to get there. So keep in mind that you are walking like pretty straight uphill to get back to your car. So something to keep in mind and remember, don't go sprinting on the beach and then having to go straight uphill back to your car. All right, Vicky. So we've talked about secret beach. Uh, I've had enough of that. Um, go check it out, do your research um, and all that. But let's move on up the coast here. What is our next stop in the Boardman Corridor? We've got Whale's Head Beach, oh, so um, which is so, so good. Um, this is one where you drive a bit off of the highway, kind of go down a little bit rougher of a road comparatively to um, some of these other easily accessed pullout points. But you're going downhill pretty steep um, and get to a parking lot here. And um, the rock formations are simply incredible. Um, there's kind of like three big ones. And um, as the name implies, there's one that kind of looks like a whale's head. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, if you use your imagination. imagination. Uh, just stunning, stunning formations here. Um, really, really cool spot. Really well worth it. I should note that there are a couple of similarly named uh, stops here. There's also um, just... A little farther south down the highway from here, there's the Whale's Head Viewpoint, which is another pullout um, with a view, just sort of a, a, a smaller view out onto the beach. But you really are better off going down the road to the full Whale's Head Beach area. Um, you know, it, it's a lot easier to get down to the beach from here. Um, you get all the views. There are some picnic tables. I believe there's even a bathroom there. 
yeah, the, um, this is a great place to, you know, just walk along the beach. I saw a lot of people doing that. This was one where I was a little bit short on time. So I drove down to the parking lot, like took a few breaths, looking at everything. And then I was on my way because the sun was close to setting at this point, but it was still really incredible. And I would have loved to spend a little bit more time there. Great place to spend an afternoon. Um, really, truly. Uh, if you're going to spend some time somewhere, uh, like I know Secret Beach is a great beach, but this is a beach where you can get to easily, um, not a lot of accessibility issues. This is the beach you want to spend some time at, I think for sure. Absolutely. I will round out my list now um, with my last stop, which is the Lone Ranch Beach, which is the closest stop to the town of Brookings. So this is a beach that has lots of little sea stacks, great place for walking. And um, this is another one that has great amenities. There's picnic tables, there's bathrooms. And if you're starting your route from the south and going north, this is an excellent first stop here. Um, Another great place to enjoy lunch or just spend a little time in the sun that was very much out when I was here. I know I, I know I just said, like, you know, if you're going to spend some time at a beach, Wales Head Beach is a place to do it. But Lone Ranch Beach is also another place to do it. Um, like you said, all the amenities, uh, a nice little stretch of beach. And again, you get some really good views to it. You're going to have good views anywhere mm-hmm. you go. Um, let's be real. Right. Uh, so it's yeah. really just just pick your pleasure. Um, but uh, I think it's kind of fun to go several times and then really develop a relationship with a place like, oh, man, I like. I have a memory made at this spot or, uh, you know, this, I had a really cool sunset at this place or whatever. Um, and having so many places to be able to do that at, I think people sort of fall into um, their little habits and their little their little favorites um, going on this. So, Vicky, that said, I know you didn't you kind of had a whirlwind trip through here. Were there any favorites, yeah. any spots that you pulled out that were like, oh, this is a place that really sticks in mind? You know, I I hate to give the obvious answer and probably the most popular answer, but Secret Beach was so cool. I really did enjoy it. Um, And I think it made it like, you know, a little bit mysterious in my head since I almost went down the drain to get there. (laughs) Part of the experience. So... Yeah. And it was cool. Like I definitely, next time I'm here, I will spend a good chunk of time at secret beach and actually like walking around the beach rather than spending time trying to figure out if I was on the correct trail or not. Um, but yeah, I think next time, now that I have my bearings on Boardman corridor, I'll plan like to bring a little picnic to one Mm -hmm. of these areas that has, um, the picnic tables and the benches and kind of just enjoy my time rather than trying to see it all in a couple of days. I think that's a really good way to do it. If you can anchor yourself in Brookings or Gold Beach and then just spend your days popping up and spending more time at these places, because it's, you know, it's not that far to drive from one of the towns to any, any spot in here. Um, It's, it's not, it's not difficult to do. So you can really just spend a few days popping up, seeing this, exploring there. Um, well, I want to see this one at a different time of day, or I want to spend more time at this one when the tide is low. Um, doing that allows you to really explore it in more depth. So I, I would definitely recommend it's something I have not done a lot of is spending a lot of time just going continuously back to the Boardman Quarter because there's so much to see. You're always going to discover something new. Exactly. And honestly, I know some of these 
some of these um, viewpoints get a lot of attention on social media through pictures and whatnot. But I feel like Bourbon Quarter is just really underrated. And fun fact, it was almost a national <laughs> park, right, Jamie? Yeah, yeah. Um, this was a, a, there were a number of, of places in Oregon that were almost national parks. Um, Mount Hood was almost one. Hell's Canyon was almost one. Ultimately, they ran into issues with you know, timber companies and cattle grazing and sort of industry versus recreation. Um, but the Boardman Quarter was was originally slated to be part of like an Oregon Coast National Park. Um, it was really kind of, this is history that doesn't get a lot of attention because it didn't really go anywhere. Um, but a bill was introduced to Congress in um, the early 1940s for this exact thing to protect this area. And I think maybe a little bit more. Um, as a national park, but it was introduced, I think just really honestly, like months before, um, like the rise of Nazi Germany. Um, uh, and it, all of a sudden the U S had more pressing things to consider than establishing <laughs> national parks. <laughs> um, so it kind of just fell by the wayside, but eventually, um, Samuel Boardman, who was one of the, um, early champions of state parks, um, picked it up and started purchasing the lands, strung it together to make this, this like state park corridor. And they did name it after him, um, in honor of him. And I think there's a, at least one stop on the corridor where you can see a little bit of this history. Um, an informational plaque talks about Sam Boardman and, uh, all his yeah. efforts to, to protect this area. This is a spot that I'm now telling people is kind of like essential Oregon. It is worth the six hour mm -hmm. drive to get down there from Portland. Um, and if this doesn't take your breath away, then I don't know what <laughs> will, <laughs> truly. That's right. That's right. And, you know, we, we talked about the Oregon Coast Trail. Um, you know, people can technically backpack through the Boardman Corridor. A word of caution, there are not like established campgrounds in the Scenic Corridor. So if you're going to backpack, you're looking at some like rougher, rugged camping, some like backcountry camping situations. Um, definitely look at some websites, some OCT through hikers um, who have some advice on this. Um, but just just beware. It, it, it is a, a more um, a more rugged situation. Well, Jamie, I think I will definitely be back next year or sometime in the near future, maybe not this year specifically, but I would love to return and spend a little bit more time in these places. You and me both. I, I've been itching to get back to Brookings. Um, the food scene in Brookings is really good. And I, and there's like several restaurants there I want to go back to or check out for the first time. Um, so hot tip, the food in Brookings is where it's at. And I think we could probably do a whole episode dedicated mm -hmm. to food in this area. But real quick, before we sign out here, Jamie, any specific recommendations for eating in Brookings? Uh, Kun Thai is a great Thai restaurant. Um, Tropicalia is a great uh, Brazilian restaurant there. Um, and it's not Brookings, but it's in Gold Beach. You got to stop by Barnacle Bistro in Gold Beach. That is like my go-to stop when I'm in that part of the coast definitely check it out. Oh, amazing. Adding it to my Google <laughs> list. <laughs> well, folks, that will do it for today. But until next time, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel, as well as hereisoregon.com. 
please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast, as well as our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Also, if you're a fan of the show and you are interested in potentially sponsoring it, you can get in touch with our marketing people at advertise at Oregonian.com. This episode of the show was produced by me, Vicki Connor, alongside Jamie Hale. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds. <laughs>